ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dikewood Mills. That draws us to you. I've been a Christian for so many years, serving the Lord and walking in the church. But now I have a greater passion to love my Lord. Sun, the moon, and the stars. God is so great, yet He seems so far. When I talk to Him, it seems that He doesn't even hear. How can I love God whom I cannot see? But this is my dream, the goal of my life. So take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to Thee. All my days I give to Thee. To love You, Lord, is the great command. Lord, I want to love You more. Fall in love with You so. Show me how to love you more. I don't want to serve without loving you. Lord, to thee, all my days I 
about heaven
Amen. Amen. How many of you can feel the atmosphere has been set for the word? And tonight I believe that the word that we are about to hear, I believe that we are going to have an encounter with God. And if you're excited and you can't always rise to your feet, make your loudest noise. Let's welcome our Father, our prophet, Bishop Jesus, thank you for bringing us together tonight. Please touch our lives. Change our lives. Heal us from pain. Heal us from the devil's works. Cause us to serve you better. Anoint us. Give us grace. We love you, Jesus really want to serve you Lord help us we thank you in Jesus name Amen you may be seated in the presence of the Lord wonderful now the what is in the oil Exodus 30, verse 23. Take thou also unto thee the principal spices of pure myrrh, 500 shekels. Wow. And of sweet Cinnamon, half so much, 250 shekels, and of sweet calamus, fantastic things, and of cassia, 500 shekels, and uh, after the shekel of the sanctuary, and of oil, olive, and hin. And thou shalt make it a a holy ointment. An ointment compound after the art of the apothecary. And it shall be an holy anointing oil. Lift your hands for one minute and ask the Holy Spirit to touch your life. 
Father, we believe that we receive the holy anointing oil. And I thank you for those even who are not here. But who will be listening to this. That you will anoint everyone that is listening. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the oil, you know, is like, what is the main element in the oil? And I was explaining that when you have semen, the main element in it is the sperm. There are many other things, vitamin C and so on and so forth. And there are many chemicals in there, selenium, zinc, vitamin C, A, B, E, and other things, all of which are necessary to help your sperm, the number of sperm to be increased. But the main thing is the sperm. So, although you see it as a liquid, it has some particular thing that is necessary. The same thing goes for the anointing oil. It has the spices. That's the main thing. And there are things you see when the anointing, the main anointings that you have are the anointings to be an apostle, a pastor, a a prophet, a teacher, a pastor, or an evangelist. Those are like the main ones. All the rest are, you know, secondary to these big ones. So, almost anyone who is a a substantial minister of the gospel is one of these five, or two, or three, or four. People can have different ones operating in the same person. For instance, Paul called himself an apostle at times. And then at other times, he, he said he was a teacher of the Gentiles. And then at other times, he spoke about the burden he had for his people, which speaks of the evangelists. And then at other times, he spoke about the care of the churches, which comes upon him. Which is like the shepherd who cares for the sheep. The evangelists don't care about the sheep. They just win souls and go away. So, uh, and he was a prophet. You know, one time he was provoked and, you know, he said, look, I want to speak like a fool. And he started to tell of the visions that he had had. Where he had been to see the Lord. And even the Lord had given him the details of the Holy Communion. So you have the details of the Holy Communion in Corinthians. Even more than in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. So, Jesus Christ also was an apostle. He's called a great apostle. You know, Paul calls himself a teacher. And so on. Jesus is a good shepherd. He was also a pastor. He said, the son of man has come to seek and to save the lost. He was an evangelist. 
There was a great prophet when he spoke to the woman of Samaria and said, you have five husbands. She said, I perceive you are a prophet. <laughs> and he was a teacher. They called him Rabbi. It was his nickname, teacher. Rabbi. So he was in all these. So some people have all these operating. Now, today, I want us to go into one particular spice in 1 Corinthians 12, and that is the apostolic spice. And I just want to note a few things about this wonderful spice. It says, God has set some in the church, first of all, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 28. First apostles. Second, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. After that, miracles. Then gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. 29. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles? Do all have the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? Now notice verse 31, very important. But covet earnestly the best gifts. And yet I show you a more excellent way. Then it goes to 13 and that talks about love. Give me a little bit of volume so that I don't have to shout. Glory to God. It calls for prayer. (laughs) Now listen. Go back to verse 28. It says, God has set. So God does it. He has set something in the church. First, apostles. So the biggest, the first in importance is apostle. Now when you say first, what do you mean by first? They are all important. Go down to verse 31. And it says, convert earnestly the best gifts. That means there are some gifts that are better than others. Oh yeah. Some gifts are better than others. Not all gifts are. they, They are not the same. They are not the same at all. And some are better. It's better. And he says you should covet the best gifts. Now, the reason why I'm even talking about this is because you can covet it. It's like even though God sets it, what makes God gives you is your covetousness for gifts. Yes. Why would he tell you to covet something you can never have? So even as I preach about it and I'm saying that God does it, it is important to realize that as you covet it, you draw it towards you. You know, when you desire something or somebody or some, you draw the person by your desire. That's how strange women also operate. They use that principle of desire. I desire you. And then, and then you also feel the desire. And everybody wants to go where you are desired. That's the same principle that they use. You can say somebody likes you. Somebody desires you. You have to watch out. 
All brothers, watch out for strange women who desire you. The radiations are coming. Now, notice back to 28. God has set in the church first apostles. So, is the number one important spice or gift in the, in the anointing. Then is the number one, the most needed. Is the most needed. Is the one we really need. You know, whenever I'm looking for missionaries, people to send, I'm always looking for people with the apostolic gift. It's the number one thing that we also lack most. <laughs> because things that are very, um, how do you call it, very valuable are usually rare. Rarity is associated with value. Like diamonds, you don't find them on the road, but stones, like the one they used to make the road, there's plenty you can pick on your way home. But a diamond is basically a stone. It's a type of stone. So it's so scarce that it becomes valuable. Are you with me? So, it's the most needed. It's number one needed. Number one most important. is the number one gift that makes the the difference for everything else. It's number one. Those are the first. God has set in the church. First, second, third. It's given order. Then after that, it's given an order. So rank, importance, need, what would change everything is the presence of an apostle. Yeah. So, and he said you should desire the best. So, if you are here, you should desire the apostolic Gift and spice. So tonight, I'm explaining a little about this powerful spice that I I, I want you to desire. All Bible students should be desiring to be to for the apostolic gift. Now you can't do so much. Um, in terms of what is needed with certain gifts. You'll be gifted, but you can't do much unless you have the apostolic part. Yeah. A lot of people who go out on missions and don't do well, don't do well because they don't have this. They have zeal and they have the love for God but they don't have this. So it doesn't work. Are you with me? And and I'm sharing with you because you can covet it. And if you covet it, it comes... I've coveted all these things. Yeah. I've coveted all these things. These are the things I'm interested in. These are the things I'm interested in. I don't know what you are interested in. But if you are in the ministry, you've got to be serious. Tell somebody, you have to be serious now. 
Are you with me? So, it's beautiful. And, you, you know, when you go to the hospital and you have a heart problem, would you like your dentist to operate on your heart? So, even though they are all doctors, because a dentist is equally a doctor, you see that there are quite differences between the doctors. Even a general doctor who doesn't operate. As soon as he cuts you once, and the blood, it can come up like a fount, like if this is where your stomach is, and they cut one, the blood can come up like this. Oh, doctor, true, not true. She's right here. It can start with a like a fountain. And you'll be going like that. Look, if you are a dentist or a kind of a skin doctor, you know, you have been giving creams. Or an eye doctor, and you see the blood going like that. Before you realize, you run away. Yeah, you know when I was doing a bit of surgery. You know one of the things that I was, you know the way they sew. We have you sew in a way, and then we use a. It's like a fork and knife, but you know. You hold two metals and then you, you tie. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. It calls for prayer. <laughs> yes. If you don't know how to do it. It's, it's, it's serious. And it's an art. So you sometimes have people that are just not um, having that gift or that Spice. Do you see? So you need to desire. Is the number one. Is the most highly paid also. Most valuable. Number one in value. Scarce. Number one needed. If you go, we've been on crusades all over. The main thing that is needed are apostles. We went to Mozambique. We saw the main thing that is needed are apostles. Yes. Main thing that I needed apostles. South Africa, the main thing that I needed are apostles. All right? So I pray that by the time we finish in just a few minutes, the apostolic reign will be all over you. Now, let us look at the spice in detail. And there are just a few points, but It's interesting what the points are. Luke chapter 9. This is the apostolic spice. And I'm giving you seven or eight of the ingredients of the spice. Luke chapter 9. Verse 10. Is somebody going to read it for us? Who's my reader? 
Luke chapter 9 verse 10. And the, and the apostles, when they were returned, told him all that they had done. Mm. And he took them and went aside privately mm. into a desert place belonging to the city called Bethsaida. Wow. Read it again. And the apostles, when they were returned, told him all that they had done. And he took them and went aside privately Mm. into a desert place belonging to the city called Bethsaida. Yes. The first um, thing, and each each thing that I, I say is the reason why missionaries fail. You can call this a missionary school. If you like. Each one is the reason why they, they don't do well. Those who don't do well, don't do well. This is it. And even the pastors. Now, if you are not interested in the ministry, you shouldn't come here at this time, please. You should, you should be in bed by now. Or you should be watching television. There's news on. There's talking point. Is it, do they still do talking point on Sunday evening? All right. Apostles were invited and he took them aside privately into a desert place. So one of the main characteristics of apostles is that they are close They are close, genuinely close. Because, I mean, this one, John the Baptist had been killed and it was like Jesus was probably shaken and sad and he went privately and privately was with the apostles. So, the real apostles are close to Jesus. Even when Paul said, am I not an apostle? Have I not seen the Lord? All the apostles, all the missionaries, all those who don't do well, they are all not close. They are not close to anything, anybody that is necessary to be close to. They, they just can't do it. Now, not everybody can be taken privately. Now, let's say Jesus was going to cry. If you were one of the disciple apostles, you may have written it in a book that Jesus cried. I mean, he cried the whole day and night and he was weeping, holding his hair and so on. All these are not necessary. Now, jobs which have titles are lower paid than those jobs without titles. 
people who don't have any official job, they are the real people benefiting. <laughs> you don't know. Do you think the Council of State is what's advising the president? You must be joking. I mean, something that they elect. Something that people lobby and bring. Bring a half a regional representative for Council of State. Northern region council. They put somebody for it for council so that they pay him the 16,000 CDs a month. Or is it 18,000 or 20,000 CDs a month? Do you think they are advising the president? You must be. Let's be serious about the government. Tell somebody, let's be serious for a change. Yeah. These people, huh? Are the official people. The unofficial advisors are the real ones. You'll never see them in the newspapers. They are the real people that are benefiting. Being close is far more important than being an official of anything. He took them aside privately. You are never taken aside privately. Let's welcome Bishop Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) Bishop Saki is also here. We have so many bishops. You're all welcome. Uh, Sit down. I didn't mean for you to stand up. You are disturbing the service. Are you there or you are leaving? You are never taken aside privately. And you don't know you are not close. So when we tell people to communicate, you see that the apostles were genuinely close to the Lord. And actually, when he called them, he chose them. He said that they might be with him so that he might send them forth. The real apostles are those who are really close. Yeah. You see, I want to tell you something. There's something in our culture. It's a type of fanful respect. Do you understand the the word fanful respect? I don't know what I'm saying the right English. Pound full respect. Pound full. Somebody should check the dictionary if it's a, there's a word like that. It's called what? Pound full. Is it fancy? No, but I'm sure there's an English uh, something. The fancies, they just borrow English words and change them. You are in the church and you are not able to achieve closeness. There's something wrong with you. Try to achieve closeness. It's more important than having an official post. I'm the deputy shepherd for the assistant, whatever. Hey. <laughs> deputy shepherd. Hey. Secretary to the chief elder. He took them 
when, when he was going to cry, do you think Jesus will call you when he's going to cry? You think Jesus didn't cry? You think Jesus he was not emotional? He was emotional. He walked where we walked. Experienced what we experienced. But in front of you, no. When he sees you, say, all right, uh, blessed are the meek. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are, and then powerful scriptures. He that hears my word. But when he saw the disciples, he said, let's go to the desert. Where there are no people there. And that private, the private interviews I spoke about and private interaction is where the diamonds and the gold of relationships are. You know, from the first day that I went to action, from the, almost the first day, I interacted directly with the pastor. Yes, from the first day. I didn't, and you see, it's interesting. I, 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 although I say that I went to action, I hardly went there. Maybe, maximum of maybe 10 times in the total of ever attending because I was in school. My real fellowship was Calvary Road Incorporated. Action was like the symbolic church that I went to. Yes. I never joined anything, never participated in anything. But from the first day that I went there, I went straight to the pastor and I spoke to him. And you are content to be unknown. It even makes you feel happy. Is my, you can never be an apostle. <laughs> yeah. You can have an official post. Deputy shepherd, pastor of this, resident, what this, 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 that, that. That's it. From the first day that I went, either the first or the second day. And I've always being close. So you would think that I'm, I'm a founder or I mean, I'm a deep. So much so that some people even have said that I was in action and I broke away. I was hardly in the church even. It's unfortunate. Yes. Rather, I give such honor for the small interaction that I had. I give a lot of honor for the small interaction that I had. Yes. Because to me, it's a major contribution also to my small, my small life. Yes, and I'm not shy of that. But you would think maybe I was there all the time. No, 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 rather. The people were there all the time. They know themselves, and they know that I was not there with them. (laughs) Yes. You know, on my birthday, I, you know, I have this group with Calvary Road where my, yeah, my people. I, I send messages to many of them, and they are from, I said, oh, this person, this person. Those are the people that I grew up spiritually. Yeah. That's where I have my friends. But in the action community, I hardly knew anybody apart from the pastor himself directly. Yeah, that's a reality. But I'm saying that from just once, twice, you see me making my way like this. 
I went to Tulsa, Oklahoma. How many times? Three times. Four times. Of the three times, four times, I interacted with Kenneth Hagin himself. I interacted with his son. I interacted with the principal of the Bible school. And I came to church one of the nights. I came, I was at the back. The usher was directing me to go outside. I told him, listen, where I came from is not a place I can go upstairs. I asked him, where are you from? He said, I'm from uh, Sweden or something. I said, yeah, me too. I come from a very far place and I'm not going upstairs at all. Don't send me upstairs. And I found my way. I said, you can't send me. How many times did I go there? One, two, three. I think we went there maybe four times in total before he died. My whole life. But of the four times. Yeah. You see my pictures. I took it. What am I doing there if I'm not trying to be close? As close as is possible in the circumstances. I asked Papa Hagen pray for me. He said, I don't pray when I'm not anointed. Okay, no problem. What about picture? So you take picture when you're not anointed. Let's please can we take a picture? Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you are content to sit at the back. Nobody knows you. No one knows you. You are okay with it and so on. You are a loser. You are a loser. <laughs> Look, the powerful people in this government, this one, NPP government, and the powerful people in the last one, NDC government, there are people you don't know. You don't know their names. There are people who can sit, call the president, sit down, Charlie, look, the thing where they do, you know, you know, correct, those are the people with power. The official ones are just for pictures. So, people don't do well on their mission because they are not close. And when you tell them communicate, they don't communicate. When you say to be close, they don't know. They think that their culture is whatever. But those are the failures. If I was to mention to you the successful missionaries on my finger, you see all of them are close to me personally. One of them is uh, Bishop Apache. I was with him throughout. Most of the time, you see the, the, the friend, you don't even come out. He was with, from the moment I stepped in Mozambique till I left. He ate with me every day. He never moved away. Well, I said, are you not going to house? Oh, please. We, we are staying here. Because even when we were in the same city with him, he said, he stayed with me. No, you never moved. And when I was leaving, he was standing there weeping like a baby. Was with, as I was sitting in the VIP car going to the plane, he was standing there crying. Yeah. And you? You, you have no any forms of closeness and you want to be sent as a missionary. To even here you are in darkness. That there is to be, I mean, the darkest of darkness. <laughs> Outer darkness. <laughs> So the apostolic spice is the spice of closeness. Closeness. Yes. And closeness depends on a variety of factors. Sometimes it is easy. Sometimes it is difficult. But it depends on you. Occasionally you are lucky where 
you may be called. You see, somebody can throw a rope down the cliff to help you to climb up. Should in case he doesn't throw any rope, climb yourself. You have to let her follow Rambo and start climbing. This morning I told you to listen to watch Rambo 1. How to climb up a cliff. Or how to, what to do when you fall down. Or cliffhanger, I showed you. These some of these, they are real life stories. You should watch them. They, they are lessons. Yeah. Now, whatever keeps you far away when you are even close, I cast it in your life. In Jesus' name. Pray that you will be a privately close, he says, and he took them aside. This is the Bible. Privately. 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 You know, as the days go by, I have more things that I believe in that I don't preach. Oh, yes. I believe in them. I don't preach them. Because you can't receive it. If I preach it, you say, Ah! What are you saying? Are you trying to say that? (laughs) If I see a witch... And I know the person said, Wait, do you think I'll say it when I'm preaching? But it's in my head. I'll, I'll say it again. I said, if I see a witch and I know this one is a witch, do you think I'll say it when I'm preaching? No, I'll just be moving with this. Oh, how is it? Oh, yeah, powerful. I'll say it. Before I realize you have proposed to the witch. All right. You are receiving the apostolic spice. You are becoming an apostle by the power of God. Number two. is found in Matthew 28. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All power is given unto me. Go. Go. The second feature of the apostle is the word go. It's a man with the engine of going in him. He's someone who wants to move. And there are people who always want to stay. To travel. To go. (laughs) All the great apostles have been known to leave behind comforts. Success which impresses everybody else. And go. And go. Go is in them. Go. G. Therefore. Going, moving, go. 
going is in the apostle. If you have the apostolic, it's in you. I want to go. I need to go. I need to go. Number three. A burden for what is outside the church. A concern for others and for other nations. Go and teach all nations. National concerns. Nations. Meanwhile, you're okay where you are. It is in them. When the apostle is in you, the concern for nations, all of them were like that. Hudson Taylor. You're okay in in England. Everything is okay with you. Marriage, your life, everything's okay. And you say, what, China? (laughs) There is something shouting in him. Go. There. The burden. The concern. The engine. Go. Adoniram Jackson. He was a cool guy in the United States. Everything was okay. But in him, couldn't sleep, couldn't rest. Go. He wanted to go Burma, India, anywhere, anywhere. He didn't even know. Initially, he went to India. When he went there, William Christ, well, we are here and so on. If you want to go, there's another place, Burma, if you like. <laughs> so went from India, then he tried to do a transfer. William Carey. Go. His wife said she's not going to go. He said, I'm going to go. <laughs> You're not going with me? <laughs> I leave you. You follow your wife. You are not an apostle. Follow your wife. You are not an apostle. You are a wimp. I said, you follow your wife. You are not an apostle. You are a wimp. When you see people who can't control their wives, they are wimps. They are not apostles. You can't control her. You can't control her. The hardest woman can be controlled. The hardest. You say, I've married a hard woman. There is a harder man. Harder. Look, when a choleric meets a choleric, you, you've met your meter. And when you meet your meter, you become a phlegmatic, even though you are choleric. You become a, a, a phlegmatic. You must meet your meter. When you meet your meter, you now you soften. A burden for the nations. The nations. Ah, all of them were like that. You can't hold them back. Are, are you not, William Carey, are you not okay in England? <laughs> so I, he spoke, they, banned, they banned missionaries from going to China, uh, India. And he said he's still going. Because the engine for going was on. I have to go. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. How will you go? Anybody who could help him, he wanted to go. So, an apostolic is not satisfied with a car, house, money. For me to have the Kodesh, it's, I don't have any. I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's not. Uh, uh, 
Something wants to move on in me. Yeah, yeah. Some people have not even finished building their Kodeshes. Their whole life is one church. My life is not one church. No, no, no. I am happy in me to go, to continue. The engine is on. It's the apostolic gift. That's what makes me just, I mean, I don't see, see the apostle is not satisfied. Like everything is like he has achieved more than a, a pastor would have even achieved in his whole life till he dies. He's still not okay with it. It doesn't seem to say, you've got a car now. How about you? Are, you've got a chauffeur. You've got a secretary. You are on the top of the pops. You are being invited here, there, there, here, there, there, there. <laughs> Go ye, therefore, teach real disciples, apostles, carry that word. It was given to the apostles. Go to the nations. Teacher. That's why Thomas died in India. He went. And when they didn't go, they were struck. That's when Stephen died. Because that's the message to the apostle. Go. You can't, you can't satisfy them. Give them whatever salary, what they'll stay here, be happy. No, no, no. When I, as I travel over, I see pastors here. I think that's what it is. It's the lack of the apostle. They are okay with what they have. Once, once, once they are okay with, like they are able to eat. They get some small offering and they are okay. They are okay, okay, okay. There's no concern about anything. Those are the people who can't build great missions. The main characteristic is satisfaction with whatever they are. Once they are okay, this money is coming, this is whatever. Got a car here, this, this, that. They are okay with it. And you'll see that the apostle is always in conflict with such people. Because he, he sees more. And he wants to do more. He wants to go there. And this one doesn't want to go anywhere. And doesn't care about anywhere. But the apostle cares about other nations. I mean, you ask yourself, let's be serious. How much money do you think we spend going for crusades? Can you imagine it? Hmm? Are we not satisfied with what we have in Ghana? (laughs) Do you want to save the whole world? (laughs) yeah then the fourth a burden to teach what Jesus said teaching what I have commanded you all things, what I said. You know, Jesus' words are amazing. And people are no more saying what he said. Because his things are quite hard. But they are not hard. They are the words of God. Most people are saying nice things. But Jesus had a lot of people who disliked him. So a real, when you have the apostolic gift, the hardness, when, when, when you come and you say that if anyone comes to me, does not hate his father, 
does not hate his mother, does not hate his wife, does not hate his brothers, does not hate his sisters, does not hate his children, yea, and his own life also. It cannot be my desire. Let's be serious. It cannot build a church satisfactorily with such a message. Hatred for fathers, mothers, children, wives. Hate speech. Somebody will call it hate speech. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So Jesus is wonderful. But there are some people who can preach what Jesus said. When the disciples got, people gathered and said, Wow, Lord, we are here. So you have to eat my blood. You have to drink my blood. Come and drink my blood. Come and drink my blood. Saddam Hussein, he took his blood and used his blood to write the Quran. He used his blood. He removed his blood and used his blood to write out the whole Quran. Now, you compare even Jesus with Saddam Hussein. Jesus said, didn't say use my blood to write my words. He said, drink it. He was wild though. But he's the most powerful words ever spoken. Jesus never traveled more than 200 kilometers. That's from here to Cape Coast. His whole life. Never wrote anything down. Eh? Yet his words that he spoke within those 200 kilometers for three years. The whole world is filled with his words. Songs are made out of his words every day. Books are written over and over over those words. Article, the most published, most printed. Still, still the most published. Still the most printed. The Bible is still leading every book. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing words. But only apostles probably have the spirit to take those words and speak them nicely. Yeah. Number five. I told you it's a short message. Number five. Signs and wonders in the apostolic spies. Now, 2 Corinthians 12 12, it says, Truly, the signs of an apostle were wrought among you in all patience. Huh? In all what? Patience, in signs, and wonders, and mighty deeds. Now, this is why it's the best gift. This one, it shows you why it's the best. It's the first. Three things here are very important. Signs and wonders. That is number five. Now, you can't be an apostle without having miracles and signs and wonders. So, if you don't develop the signs and wonders aspect of your ministry, forget it. There must be a miraculous part of your ministry. Signs 
and wonders. Now, when it comes to signs and wonders, anything unusual is a sign. Like Jesus walking on the water, the natural is supposed to drown, but you don't drown. Multiplying bread, the five loaves are supposed to last about five to ten people, but it lasts for five thousand people. You are supposed to notice unusual things, signs, the signs of an apostle and wonders. So miracle power. That's number five. Number six, mighty deeds. You see, when the apostolic gift is there, great accomplishments are accomplished. When there's not an apostle, it's just a pastor. It's not, don't have great accomplishments. Mighty deeds. Mighty deeds. You take Bishop Oyodepo. You may call him Bishop, but he's an apostle. He's one of this type. Mighty deeds. Science, they actually call their church home of signs and wonders. Yeah. Mighty deeds. Built universities, schools, churches, this. Like great accomplishments. Fantastic accomplishments. One day he said he's in, they've opened 44 schools that year. With dormitories and everything, each one. 44. <laughs> Mighty deeds. Yes. Starting churches. Accomplishing great. So when that gift is on you, that's why I say it's the best gift. God will use you to accomplish great things. But when you are a pastor, you'll be okay with little bits and pieces. Once you've got a car and then the offering is whatever. And you can go for a convention here and there and come and so on and whatever. You are okay, cra. You are okay. You just go for a convention here, you come, you go and preach here, you come, they give you honorarium. Another pastor comes to preach, he gives you honorarium, then you go, you come. You are, you are okay, cra. <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are just a pastor. Yes. Number one, apostle. It's always number one, apostle. And then, the next one is, what this, this word is patience, but it's not the word patience. Now, that's the main word that differentiates apostles from pastors. But before I give you that word, that is number six. Number what? Six. Okay, so before I give you number six, let me give you number seven. Laying of foundations. Laying of foundations. Laying of foundations. All right? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. It says, And are built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ Himself being the chief cornerstone. So, if you have an apostolic gift, you can start things. Foundation is the start. Foundation is the what? The start. You may have a big church, but you can't start it. Many people who pastored big churches did not start them. Including um, redeemed, even Bishop Moses Sono did not start his church. 
to start to stand and say, I've come. From zero. That is different. So, that's why I said the one, the number one, the most valuable, the one we really need are the people who can start. God, there is a shortage of churches everywhere. That's the first one that we really are looking for. Is the person who is, is an apostle. And who has that gift. And you must desire all these things. To be able to start things. Start from zero. Start from scratch. Start from nothing. Let it start and no problem. No problem. We'll start all over again. Yeah. We'll start all the way from the zero. And move and it will work. It says they are built on the foundations of apostles and prophets. It's number one. It's the highest rank. And then... Number, back to the one I said before, patience. But interestingly, the word patience in other versions and in other versions is endurance. Do you see? Hopeful endurance. Steadfastness. Okay. Now, when you check the meaning of the word endurance, it comes from the word, the Strong's Dictionary says endurance, endurance, steadfastness. It comes from the word dure, endure, or dure, hard, endurate, to harden. Do you understand? Durable, durable. So it makes, it means, so to endurate or to make a person able to endure, Endurate is to make stubborn, unfeeling, or callous. Yes. Harden as a rock tissue. Now, all apostles, I'll give you homework. Now, don't go and say, and I tell you, they'll tell you, you should go and watch films. Look, don't criticize what you don't understand. Don't be silly. But I will advise you to go and watch Rambo 1. Because you see the difference between an apostle and a pastor. Is the difference between Rambo and all the soldiers who were chasing him. Because they chased him. But his original commander came and told them. That he has not come to save Rambo. But he has come to save them from Rambo. Like the whole city has come to chase him. But he was explaining that. I've come to save you from him. He said, I trained him. <laughs> he said, I trained him. He said, he's trained to survive. He's trained to survive. To endure. He's trained to ignore pain. That was one of them. He said, he's trained to ignore pain. Yes. He's trained to ignore pain. Endurate. To make callous and stubborn. And you see, if you are not stubborn on the mission, you go back. You are finished. Something will push you back. 
Your wife can easily send you back. Most of them who came back were brought back by their wives. And I have no apologies for saying that. Anybody who's come back, tell them, I said they were brought back by their wives. Tell them that I said so. And tell the wife that I said they brought their husbands back. And I have no apologies for saying it. Don't bring yourself at all. I want us to just be praising you for nothing. Endurate. Check, check it in, in the dictionary. Endurate. To make an apostle is hard. Hard is hard. But you, you don't speak the language. You see, when I, I give an example, I send somebody to a, a country that doesn't speak Portuguese, but it's there. Huh? They speak now. But you, you even be sent to an English speaking place, you'll be saying, oh, hey, the, the people here, they don't like this. You know, these people, they are not, uh, these people, they don't like uh, church. It's not like that uh, now. It's a pastor. <laughs> You, you are failing already. Come home. You can't even communicate. You see, the first one, the privately to the desert has already knocked you out. Yes. That one has already knocked you out. And you are not hard. Yes, dur in French. Huh? Dur in French means hard. Hard. Dur. Il est dur. Is it correct? Who said that? Did Paul do French? But why did he say that? He did science. He just guessed. Il est dur. Simon, is it correct? Il est dur. Il est dur. It's hard. Endurance. Steadfast. I mean, you don't know the things you are going to meet there. All kinds of things. That's why when you can't do well, you can't do well. You are fornicating in Ghana. You don't know. You don't know sex. You don't know sex. When I send you to some countries, is it one day? <laughs> Look, I don't want to mention the name of the country, but one day I went to a certain country with a team, and one of the members told another member of the group that I was with, he said, Charlie, I can't stay here. Charlie, the girls are wild. They are fair. Their bomb bombs are powerful. Hey! <laughs> he said, I cannot be in this country at all. Hmm. A country whose name begins with one of the alphabets. You can't sit up. When I take you to the French world, French people, French sisters, 
from Cote d'Ivoire to Togo, Benin, Dakar, Congolese girls. And you cannot survive Ghana girls. And you are going for Congolese girls. Uh, it's better you stay here. It's better you stay here. You cannot survive English language. And you are going where when you want to preach and you want to say, God is going to touch your public, it's going to touch your life, it's going to change your life. Then you will be saying, um, um. Je suis idiot. Your words are finished. That one, you, you, this one, you are able to flow. And that one is not coming. You can't break through where it's flowing. And then you change to another language. And you can't, you couldn't flow in the English. And you go into another language. Why you are treated as a foreigner? When they meet the, the official language is French, but they have another language. When they meet, they say, I said, there is. <laughs> you couldn't make it in Ghana. Let's be serious. Hard. You must be hard, endurance, cannot stubborn against the enemies. That you will be tired before I am tired in this country. That's what they don't have. And when you unfortunately send a pastor or somebody who doesn't have this apostolic, he's very happy. So forty people, thirty people, forty people. You are, he's happy. He's happy. Even they don't have wife, they are happy with it. Yeah. Yes, they can't even get one woman to lead and say, let's go. So, hardness. Yeah. Hardness. They need hard followers. Endurate, endurance. Truly, the signs of the apostle were wrought among you in all endurance. That's the sign. See, he will not move. William Carey and these guys. Oh, they're moving from India. He died. When he took his ship, he never came back. He never came back. Yeah, he never came back. <laughs> his, his brother came there. I think, uh, and he was uh, his brother or his son, one of were going in the river in a canoe. And their canoe capsized. All of them were eaten by crocodiles. Yes. In the river. He's in, he didn't go back. His wife, so when his wife, when they were going to another place where he had a job, he said to his wife, let's go. His wife didn't want to go. Because the river and all that. Said, we are going. Wife complained. When, when she died, he just married the neighbor. He said, look, I can't go back to England searching for women. I can't go back. <laughs> What's available? What is available here? He married the neighbor. Charlie, come and join me. 
Yes. Practical. He never came back to England. He married three times. And each of he found them on this on the on the scene. Yes. Refills. <laughs> Soft people. Softies cannot be used. Softies. When Adoniram Jason broke through and he finally escaped from prison and he came out. His wife had been visiting him in prison for about two years. When he finally came out, his wife just got sick. His beautiful wife, he had been said she was a cheerful woman. It was she who saved his life. Because she was so friendly, you know, friendly, friendly wives. You are very very wife, you've made yourself quiet. Engage the church members. You won't talk to anybody. You are sitting there. You won't chat with anyone. You won't talk with anyone. You are just to yourself in the house. You are waiting. Why are you now coming? Looking angry. Hmm? You know yourselves. I'm talking to you. (laughs) Squeeze your face. You are in the house waiting with an attitude. But Adoniram Justin's wife, she was so nice. I think she was called Arnold Emil. Is it Anne, the first one? Oh. And then she just became sicko. And she died. I think he was roaming through the forest. He, he used to walk around, just walk around, walk around, walk around. Yeah. You see, uh, apostles, they don't, you can't move them. You can't move them. You can't move them. They are, they are stubborn. So this Bema that I've come, I will never go. <laughs> yeah. Then he got a second wife. Another missionary's husband has died. Charlie, yours has died. Mine has also died. Charlie, look. Wait till man will see before. Charlie, let's do the thing and move on. What, what are people saying? We don't have time for these things. Look. Those who are looking for people's opinion, what this one thinks, what this one thinks, it cannot go far. And when that one also died, he was now alone. And he went to uh, America. When he got there, he was a hero. People were there to meet him. Wow. You've come. He didn't know why they were there. He was quiet. He said he wants to write the life story of his wife. So he's looking for somebody who can type. They brought a young 20 something, 20 something year old girl. <laughs> Us. Yeah, he was 58, she was 27. As she was writing the story. She said that her heart is also in the missions. Her heart is also in the missions. <laughs> they shocked this. In the book, Robert Laden book, he says, they shocked the Christian world. By announcing that she's going to marry this man. 27, about 27 years old. Your opinion. Eh? Your opinion. When 
Hey, the jungle dying for God. Where are you? He took his 27-year-old frolicking deer with him and said, Charlie, let's go and dance on my pot belly for some few minutes before I die. (laughs) (laughs) He married her. Your opinion. You see, those who think of what people say, because all the missionaries, you go and say, oh, this, you are going to be poor, you are going to die, you are going to do this. This country is dangerous. What about Ghana? It's not dangerous. You know the dangers that are in Ghana? Don't let me frighten you. When he went back, few years, three, four years, that was it. He was breathing badly. And his wife was pregnant. Yeah. The powers were still there, 58 years ago. man. Yeah. And he went on the boat. He told his wife, look, I am not a yeah. He said, I feel like a schoolboy who is going, going home from school. He said, I'm not tired of this life. You see, the stubbornness was to the end. This was his last word. So I'm not tired. He said, Number one, I'm not tired of life here. Like all my pains, my sufferings, my joint pain, my I'm not tired. That's one. Number two, the work I'm doing, I'm also not tired. But if God calls me, I'll go. He got on the boat without his wife, without relatives. He was, there was some guy beyond on the ship. He died in front of the guy. He threw him into the water. Too stubborn for the enemy. Yeah. Up till today, the, the Bible in Burma is used. That is the Adon, Adon, Judson Bible. Like I say, King James Bible is Judson Bible. Yes, up till today, the King James, like I say, King James Bible in Burma is Judson Bible. Many schools Churches, everything is up to today's day. Yes. Two stabbed on. They threw it for the final this thing was to be thrown in the water. He said, if the fishes eat me, I don't care. I will never leave my mission. I will not leave it. I'm American. I will never go up there again. I'm an old man. I will not die there. His wife got the news six months later that he was dead. Because it takes time to go. There was no phone, no fax, no WhatsApp, nothing. Six months later, she got that. He, he, he died and he was thrown into the water. He was thrown just into the bay, just around India. She died a few years later herself. 36, she was dead. Yeah. She was just to comfort him for some couple of years. That was her purpose. And do, do, with all, and use the signs of that boy. Hardness of an apostle. You'll never go away. God is giving you that anointing. And you, look, Father, give us more such, such people. People whose mind are on the nations and on the peoples. In Jesus' name. And the last sign.
The last one. Their words and their teachings guide the entire church in addition to the words of Jesus. Acts 2.42 says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. So, the New Testament church continued in apostolic doctrine. So, when there is an apostle, his teachings guide the church. If you go to Winners Chapel, the teachings of Bishop David Oyedepo are guiding the church. The church is built on those doctrines, apostles' doctrines. In this church, the church is built on the teachings that God has brought forth through me. Yes. It says, they continued, not in Jesus' doctrine, in the apostles' doctrine. They continued in the apostles' doctrine. Steadfastly. They were steady. They were not moved, easily moved from what the apostles were teaching. Apostles' doctrine. So the doctrines that have been taught in this church, they are very important by the apostle and the apostles. The doctrines of the church. That's what's guiding us. Yes, they continued steadfastly. Not moved. So this is what we believe. This is what we believe. Up till today, that word, uh, uh, Methodist, uh, what is it called? The fellowship, the group, small group, Bible class, another word, circuit, Bible class, what else? Society, uh, synod, women's fellowship, conference, East. Uh, uh, John Wesley's doctrine, Bible class, uh, what is it? Lay preachers, circuits, societies. It's from the, when you read the history of the method, that the word circuits, lay preachers, preachers, societies is the same. Takradi, Cape Coast, Ga, everywhere, same. It's the doctrine of the apostle of the church who laid the foundation for the Methodist church. They are following it up to today. Yeah. And he laid the foundation for the church. And it's being built upon. May the gift of the apostle rest on you. May you desire this spice. What are the spices? What, what are the things in the spice? Number one is what? Closeness. Private. Privately. With the Lord. Number two. The going engine. Go. Number three. Concern. Concern for the nations, other places. Number, that, was, that was William Booth, others. He was always thinking of other people. It's like, are you not happy you are famous? The queen came for his funeral. He was not content with it. 40,000 people attended William Booth's funeral. 
40,000. Okay, 40,000 like that. Christ posted in those days, including the Queen of England. He was so famous. He was never happy with anything. <laughs> this is an apostle. He's concerned for other things. People. He was fighting for children who were being raped. Children who were being used as uh, sex slaves. This was William Booth. When you go to England, you see a statue of him and his wife standing there like this. Standing here. The wife is also uh, Catherine Booth. Very famous people. Never satisfied with anything that is happening around. Always others and something else is the concern. <laughs> this apostle. You have it. Amen. You have it in Jesus' name. Number three. Teaching what Jesus said. Yes. <laughs> it takes some strength to teach what Jesus said, even today. Lay not up for yourself treasures on earth. Hey. Number four. Number five. Huh? Signs and wonders. There must be signs. You can't come with a computer and say you are an apostle. Please, let's be serious. You can't bring a PowerPoint here and say you are an apostle. I was just showing PowerPoint on the stage, so you are an apostle. You must be joking. Tell somebody, let's be serious. Number six. Mighty deeds. Eh? Great accomplishments. Accomplish great things for God. Mighty. I want to accomplish great things before I lie down to sleep. I'm never satisfied with anything. Oh, you've not noticed? <laughs> yes. I'm not happy with anything that we have, we have done. Yeah, nothing makes me happy. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Number seven. Laying a foundation. You see, since I wrote the, or we, I should say we wrote the marriage mother book, are you not using it every Sunday? A foundation for you. You're always using it today. Everybody, the churches, there's this, there's this, okay, there's this. I'm bringing another one. Yes. <laughs> so it's a foundation. You use it for a long time. But the foundation, we use it forever. Church that has been set, like the Kodesh, it's a foundation. We laid it. And they are, I'm happy when I see them and say they are now bigger, they are growing. So wonderful, wonderful. The last time I saw Kodesh members, they are the most prosperous members. Here are all children, they are all prosperous people. So it is wonderful. We thank God. We thank God. <laughs> My children will also be very prosperous. <laughs> Keep watching, and your weddings will be very nice too. And your honeymoons, all the grown-ups will be jealous of you when you come with your pictures. Eating hamburgers by the pool. You'll be in the water and you'll be eating the hamburger and chips with Coca-Cola. And you lie on your honeymoon bed and you look up, you see a mirror up on the wall and you say, wow. <laughs> Foundations. And that's what you are going to be enjoying. And the next one. Endurance. Uh Uh-huh. Did I tell you to watch uh, uh, the film? Yeah. Please make sure you watch it. Rambo 1. The the ordinary soldiers, they are like like jokers. Rambo was trained to ignore pain. 
to, to, to eat animals, anything that he sees. And in the film, he saw a, a wild boy. He jumped with a stick and killed it. Was able to light a fire in the forest. Stayed without it. Everybody was wearing winter jackets. He was bare-chested. He was cut and he took, I don't know where he got the needle from, he was sewing himself. He, was, he sewed himself. Suturing, he was without anesthesia. He was doing it himself. And then he tied the knot. Without any anesthesia. He was trained to ignore pain. He will have the ability to ignore pain. In the ministry. <laughs> hey! People will think everything is okay with you, but they don't know that you are ignoring so many things. So many things because of the apostolic anointing on your life. You are ignoring many things. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. One apostle is worth, I mean, a hundred pastors. You know, Kenneth Hagin had a vision. And uh, he met Jesus. And Jesus told him, he quoted, he said, the other day you were speaking after a convention, not knowing that the Lord was there. You were telling some people that you are called to be a teacher and a prophet. And he said that. And he said he couldn't even remember. He said, yes, on this day, after this program, you were talking to some people. You told them you are called to be a teacher and a prophet. He said that. He asked, when did the teacher become before a prophet? He was hot. He was very hot by the vision. He said, when you go and read the Bible, see the order. Apostle number one, number two, prophet number three, teacher. How do you put teacher before a prophet? It's causing him a lot of problems. The Lord is here. He's here. He's here. We are talking. He's here. And the last one. Their words and their teachings guide the church. Apostles' doctrine. Stand to your feet and receive it. Thank you, Jesus, for the blessing you have given to us. We praise you for the apostles that you've sent to us. Please raise up more apostles, more prophets, more teachers. But Lord, we pray for the apostles to be released. Thanks a million for blessing us with wonderful apostles. We are grateful and we are thankful. Lift your hands. There shall come a time and you will walk on the roads of the fields that are white. You will walk in nations. You will speak to the people. Nothing will move you. Nothing will change you. And nothing will change your heart. For I, the Lord, will send my apostles into the midst of the fields. And I will bless them and anoint them to be hard, to be stubborn, to be irremovable from the field, stuck 
in the field. Never to be moved by anything, by finances, by marriage, by language, by being a foreigner, by anything. So hard I make them that they shall endure what others couldn't endure because of the apostolic anointing and grace upon their lives. Therefore, receive this grace now. Walk on, my servant. Walk on, my son. Walk on, my daughter. I have called you to be hard with impatience and signs and wonders and mighty deeds and accomplishments. That shall be the testimony of your life. Mighty deeds. Mighty accomplishments are yours. So run. Run. Make haste. And enter your field for the time is short. The time to work is short. The opportunity is smaller than it was. Slimmer. Smaller. Walk with haste now. Do everything in a hurry. Get on. Get on with it. Get on with the vision. Run, 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 run. The wind is coming. The storm is coming. The darkness is coming. The time comes when no man can work. Run, 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 run. Think not to yourself. We shall be here for another hundred years. For you know not the hour nor the day. The whole world will change. And everything will be changed forever. Therefore, my son, arise and ask me for the best gifts and I shall give them to you convert the very best convert the apostolic spice don't desire smaller things desire the best and the highest and I will plant it in you and I will give it to you I will do it the faithful is he who called who also will perform it Jesus, I thank you for the wonders of your children who are standing here and those who are even listening. You've called. you sent even girls. you sent boys. you sent young ones. you sent nobodies. But you gave them the gift of the apostle. Thank you. Thank you that they will do what even their fathers couldn't do. They will do what their mothers couldn't do. They will accomplish what others couldn't accomplish. Because of the anointing that is mightily upon their lives. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Everyone, give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks.
Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for many that you've raised up in this service. Your destiny is changed from today. The gift of God is released into your life. You will be counted among the apostles. Your coveting of the best gifts has borne fruits. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Mark 3.14 Mark 3.14 He ordained 12 12 apostles That they should be with him That what? They should be with him You see this is why you are here now so when you don't make use of it, you can, you can take videos of the church and see. We had many church services. There are many people who used to be sitting where you are sitting. And they are not here. Like, not that they've left the church, but like they are, they've gone. They are no more able to be here for various reasons. They've grown, they've gone. But the reason for being with and close is so that you can be sendable. Yes. To be an apostle is to be the one who can be sent. I know many cities. I wish I could just say, you, 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 go to this city. You, 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 go to this city. But every one of these things, you need it. Otherwise, when you go, you, it, it won't work. You just, you, you tell financial problems, marital problems, uh, children problems, language problems. Cultural problems, I mean, immigration problems. Before you realize you are deported, you are are back home. (laughs) When you are not an apostle, you are deported almost immediately. (laughs) You can't even get through the immigration. Now, there are people that are going to be raised up as apostles. You may not have the full complement, but you are very sendable. Yeah, very sendable. Very sendable. You'll be one of the chosen ones. In Jesus' name, Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by Dikewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dikewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There is something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. 
BC tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor Journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC.